Welcome to the Eat Wild podcast. This is a podcast designed to focus on eating wild and trying to make your eating habits more sustainable. We hope you enjoy. In this episode, we talk to Leon Chalice Davis, who is the culinary ambassador for British Game Assurance, a marketing and insurance scheme for British Game. We hope you enjoy. Hello, Leon. How are you? I'm really well, Louisa. Thank you. Um, thank you very much. So firstly, I want to say a huge thank you for being my first ever guest on the Eat Wild podcast. Um, and you are currently the BGA's culinary ambassador. Sorry, get over that word. Um, could you just tell me a little bit about your involvement with the BGA um, and how you became the culinary ambassador? Yeah, it's still a bit of a process. So I've always, I've always shot um, my whole life, um, and always been involved in in shooting, um, and been involved around using game as a chef. Um, so it's it was always a, a part of my menus and quite integral um, to what I wanted to do. You know, on my stage when I was cooking all those many years ago, and um, when I heard about the BGA uh, and they had a role available. I, I had to I had to join I had to do something to to be a part of that it's the right thing to do having an assurance chain for game birds is phenomenal um you you everything that you eat in today's society has got some sort of assurance it's got traceability provenance people know where it's coming from it's got to have all of those tick boxes to enter the food chain and and game has always been one of those ones that that hasn't and it's got a, a a bit of bad stigma that went along with it. So joining the BGA. Oh. It's all right, don't worry. <laughs> We're all working busy people, so don't worry about it. Um, so joining joining the BGA would be would be what I see as like moving or bridging the gap between industry and catering or, or hospitality and 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 telling them you know everyone in hospitality wants assurances and everyone in in the game sector wants to to um bring their meat to the forefront um and put it on menus so there needs to be a bridge and i thought i could help that by joining the bga and out, and out of that came Eat Wild, which is just the, the consumer facing brand and its own brand within itself, which is just phenomenal. The, the dishes that we do in Eat Wild are day to day dishes. They're not restauranty. They're not going out there and being all fancy and, and doing those things. Leave that to those chefs. The day to day people, you want the our generation, the younger generation in all just to eat game. Um, so just going on to that though because you are a trained chef aren't you yeah yeah so I've been I've um well my experience started really when I was sort of um very young um my nan is a chef two rosettes she won many years oh, ago wow, I didn't know that. Is, yeah, she's amazing um and my auntie and my uncles um they're all chefs it kind of in the blood um and so then did you did you do formal training or did you sort of learn yeah, what yeah absolutely it was yeah formal training and what was amazing about my nan being a chef I must add this in is that she was the the head chef at Harper Adams College which is uh which is so cool so yeah very integral to the countryside for anyone who doesn't know Harper Adams is um like one of the biggest countryside universities in the UK so um yeah and very very integral to um looking after the countryside and produces a lot of people who probably work within the shooting in the game industry yeah absolutely and yeah that was that was it really I had to had to go from there so 
you know, um, 16, as soon as I left school, off I went um, and I worked uh, contract catering for a year, uh, worked for Compass, um, was sent to play and, and then the, the site got taken over by Compass Um did that for a year and then I wanted to build myself up. So I worked at one rosette Um, I worked two. I came back home. So I worked at sort of Burnham Beaches Hotel and, and then built myself all the way up where, you know, I got to work in some phenomenal establishments um, across the world. Um, worked at Clifton House, uh, Bindon Country House in, in Somerset, which is uh, at the time was run by Lynn Jaffa, who is the country food trust ambassador um so yeah so lynn and um i've worked in um the ballon hinch castle over in ireland which is prime shooting um estate 450 acres of woodcock which is phenomenal um so i'm gonna spend a few years over there um and obviously like i said um cliveden house and and many others so throughout um, your career you were predominantly in places that were using game or did you have to 100 percent, yeah the you know i dipped my toe into london it's such a it's such an intense um part of of food industry you've been in london it's 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 incredible so i dipped my toe into there but really liked staying in the country house hotels that's where we got to use the amazing ingredients putting game on the menu it was it was so so much more um appealing to 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 our clientele putting game on the menu because they're out in the countryside um so we yeah we always had it on and and from there the kind of love has has kind of grown from there but i wanted to do game like it's never been done before so it's all very well putting on fantastic um you know stuffed pheasant breast with um with morale mushrooms and um, a madeira jus and, and all these kind of really like you know beautiful um what i would call sexy type rosette michelin type dishes um i wanted to see it in a format that is catering for the masses so i want to see um, a pheasant curry um ready meal in in the retail i want to see um you know a pheasant sausage roll which we've managed to develop we'll get into that i'm sure um and you know i want to see those those um pheasant pies at um big events you know going to to stadium i'm, I'm into my rugby and my football and i go to stadiums quite often You've already you've already done some of that because you got um game at Chelsea Flower Show, didn't you? Yeah, so so obviously with my okay, okay the, the career spans across many decades. Yeah, sorry. And and I, I, came, <laughs> I came out of the kitchen. Um uh um I, I can't remember what year it was. I came out of the kitchen and went into um fruit and veg sales in London um and excelled uh, very quickly just from having contacts. Uh, and knowing people um, being a chef um, um, of where I got headhunting to a firm um, which dealt with um, desserts. So I, I've been a uh, pastry chef um, and I was working with them, but we just didn't just do, we did all pre-prepared um, bought in um, stuff at a very high caliber with, with, with great chefs for the event industry. Um, so we would develop with, with uh with all the the teams across the country that worked on these events so your your Ascots your Chelsea's flower show your um Cheltenham's um your football clubs etc and I worked with these guys for many years uh developing their their menus with them and and getting it made and then taking it into them um and Ian Page um did a phenomenal job you know I've known Ian for quite a while and re he really embraced using game wanted to put it on and he he went bold you know he didn't 
start with venison he went with pheasant which a lot of people struggle with um he sort of predicted sales of i want to say around about sort of 600 portions for the week which isn't loads but it, it was enough um and he ended up absolutely smashing that um in fact called me after day two and was like i'm in the weeds mate we, we've sold out of our pheasant <laughs> We love hearing that, though. And and that's it. That's it's it's, it was so amazing. The volumes were just unbelievable to to get that pheasant dish on a Chelsea Flower Show out of season. Um, And it really was a chefy dish again. So he he done um um a breast of pheasant and it had a a pheasant mousse on top of it wrapped in crepe and air and you know all all the dishes went. It's absolutely stunning. Um, And I was so impressed. And yeah, it just flew off, flew 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 off. uh, Sometimes I think one of the biggest problems with game is because people have had really badly cooked game and so they just never want to try it again. And then so that's kind of it's such a catch too because we need the really good chefs to be cooking it in this amazing way that people don't want to go and replicate it at home. But we need the easy recipes at home for people to use, right? Yeah, I, but also I think that people need to look at it a bit laterally. So like, you know, we a lot of people, we, I had the figures, the figures are there. So use use pheasant instead of chicken um, and, and the figures talk for themselves. We we we, we consume and I want to say this is back in 2018. We consumed um, 19 million chickens a week. Yeah, a week, which is a week. Yeah. Um, and we I mean, we're 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 shooting what sort of well the volumes people are unsure anywhere between 10 and 15 million birds a season so it really is quite simple to get those birds out there if we all work together and using things like the bga assurance chain and using you know platforms like eat wild to to move things forward um and and we can do this so easy. Just, everyone just needs to come together. But yeah, I want to I want to see things not just you know chefy, but at home. But you know, currently goujons at the moment it's so easy to do. Everyone, you know, well, say everyone not everyone. I know people buy a lot of goujons in, but I make mine, and a pheasant goujons are the ones that we need to be making. You know, so actually, I was looking. We haven't got a pheasant goujons recipe on the website, and it is the top most searched game term is pheasant goujons recipe on the internet Someone... well there we go we got one to oh, do it's on the eat world website so yeah that is i've got to get one out there asap because um I, I, I was talking to someone the other day who um who uses game within his family he's got young children like i have and he uses the term water chicken uh for mallard and the kids love it so and i you know i do i do i do a similar thing with with pheasant but my children love it um which is which is the main thing um so i want to see i want to see more things like that i also want to see you know we've got to keep us pie um which is a take on cottage and and shepherds yeah so you could you create when you were at bga you created sort of 10 commercial recipes didn't you yeah those commercial recipes can be used in any manufacturing site um, anyone that who makes sausages, anyone who makes burgers, um, and we've done those recipes to bring people into game. So they have got added pork. I know a lot of people um, go around and are kind of like, oh, we don't put pork. Excuse me, in mine, I don't, I don't um, do this, I don't do that. But we've made them so that you're enticing people who haven't eaten game before to have a go at it. Do you think you could swap the pork though for wild boar? Because obviously the wild absolutely, boar yeah. That that that's what, yeah, ex- exactly. That's that's exactly what you can do for anyone who's who wants to work with their recipes. The the 
the pork fat or you could say the wild boar fat um, which they don't have much but they'll have enough will um really will help um make uh, the 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 burgers and things are a lot more juicier um you know i've i've eaten enough game sausages in my life to realize that some people got it right and some people need to work on it and i think like you said that brings it down to people have had bad experiences you know i can certainly say that throughout my family you know people have had some absolute shockers um and i've managed to convince them to eat eat game even more so now um but yeah it's about those things really and those those commercial recipes are I think they're available, aren't they? They've, they've, they've sort of been put online. And yeah, they... I mean, any we any sort of pub chain, anyone that wants the I mean, online on the website, I just um, we've sort of tweaked them to be yes. like home use. Um, so anyone can use those. But if there's any, you know, a big commercial sort of chain group that want to use them, we will always share them because they were designed to just get more people using game, weren't they? Absolutely. And also there's what there are people out there that are already doing. There's some really amazing champions of food um in the catering supply chain um you've got some amazing people out there who really do i mean look at look at tom lee's at pie life you know we spoke four or five years ago tom and i um discussed a pheasant um pheasant and leek pie and he's been churning them out um now four years down the line he's he's you know he's really ch- i think he's got rabbit in his as well now so he's got a rabbit he's got a venison pie um so yeah we've you know and that again they're going across the country um i'm pretty sure tom said he was supplying um twickenham for this season's um autumn internationals venison pie i'm pretty sure he said there was a few pheasant ones in there as well we could try and get some maybe for the game fair yeah absolutely yeah and the game fair talk about the game fair louisa i got so, so, some really exciting oh, right. I mean, so yeah so we're doing a bit of a different approach because normally we do under the bga banner but this year is just solely going to be eat wild isn't it yeah absolutely and and i think that that's going to be the key of um, introduction of meeting people and um sort of really showing what eat wild can do um bringing yeah. bringing games to the masses although it's a country um show you know it's a real mixture of people that attend um and there are so many people that like you know they see pheasants all the time around them but they're never actually eaten one yeah so- yeah there are yeah and, and also as well that the, the thing is that um i the, we say this every year i have to say there are people that go to this show that don't eat game yeah it absolutely amazes me um excuse me there's my yeah, um... I'm, I'm gonna go to the northern shooting show and um i think there's quite I've never done it before so it'd be interesting to see because but it's right in the center of Harrogate so um you know hopefully you'll get some city dwellers who have never tried game before yeah that's that's it isn't it it's it's, it's about bringing it different things we've got you know the idea I mean we've got some really exciting stuff coming up haven't we work we're working on this year obviously we won't reveal anything yet. yeah like, let's not announce it yet <laughs> but but you know that 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 thing that we're working on I think is going to be the kind of you know excuse the pun game changer um because we're going somewhere that they've dipped their toe in game but they're not going to be bombarded where you know i'm going to be slinging out you know samples left right and center and and dragging those crowds into the front of the the stand and saying look this is this can be a part of your day-to-day healthy diet um and that's really it and we're working with some really exciting people eat wild as well aren't we what we're trying to do to yeah to game out um and that's i mean on this 
this podcast, I really want to talk to a whole variety of people, you know, not just with game, but, you know, foraging. And because the whole point of eating wild is, you know, trying to get, look at how you cook and eat differently. Sustainability, um, you know, we can't keep going at the rate we're going on in food. Um, look at what people are currently paying. The price of food has gone through the roof. Um, eating wild I mean it's wild garlic season at the moment we're bang right bang in the middle of it we're probably coming towards the end in the next couple of weeks it's a very quick season um that should be first on on everyone's foraging list yeah. you'll find it everywhere along with pigeon along with pigeon there you go so you got yeah you got a fantastic recipe there I, I was speaking to someone yesterday that and she was like you know a, she does a lot of shows demoing with pigeons and how to pluck them and things and she said the vegetarian came over and he was like, oh, you know, I don't think you should be doing this. And she was like, you you do realise these pigeons are shot to protect the crops so you as a vegetarian can eat that crop, you know. And he was like, oh, my God, I had never thought about this. And anyway, he went away and he he ate pigeon because he was like, well, well we did we did that. Uh, we did eat wild, didn't we? Um, four years ago, Bristol um right on the I can't remember we were on the promenade weren't we right on the front right in the center yeah yeah we got the eat wild truck um branded and we cooked um it was about three three thousand portions of meatballs pheasant pheasant meatballs pheasant sausage um I want to say pheasant yeah and we did a burger as well I think we did do a burger yeah and we we you know it was just it was awesome and the amount of you know there was a whole team there wasn't there and I mean that was a few years ago but we we managed to talk to quite a few vegans I mean it's a flexitarian city um and once the highest highest population of vegan vegetarians in the UK which is why we chose to go there because we were like let's go and change some people's minds absolutely and we did we changed quite a few people's minds and and we got people to understand sustainability and understanding um of of what we we do within the industry um getting people in game someone who has never eaten game or knows anything about it why why do you think they should eat it like what it, it, uh, personally for me that obviously there's so many different things but you know health factor um that the, you know games so much more healthier than your commercial meats i say commercial meats but your, your your standard meats beef lamb chicken pork um and the fact that we're we're well current um climate you know venison is getting the population is out of control um in certain areas around the country um and i believe um mike robinson is doing something about that and and a few others um and also you know we've got beautiful pheasant which you know it's it's just stunning to you the the ingredients are stunning to use um but it it really does depend on that person as well if you want to talk about sustainability you know people what last year the year before we're really starting to see banging of drums of um people going eat more veg be vegetarian be vegan um and and you know veganuary is it veganuary 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 there you go i mean come on (laughs) there's so many i mean it's not it's not about it's not about just eating vegetables because again you know we've seen the, the the problems that we're having um with veg we unfortunately we allow um us to be dictated by things like this the trend Um, yeah friends and and being fashionable and what we need to do is sort of look at our diet across the board um you know seven days in a week we're only looking for seven different meals 
and it can be a variety um and and that's the best thing and what's even better if you if you really do take it seriously there are seven different types of vibe game out there which you can eat so. oh yeah that's such a fun maybe we should exactly we could do a game week and do many plans so people well, i've done like i've done i've um i've done i think i've done i'm into seven number seven in my articles in the shooting time so that that's seven that's seven different species that's such a fun idea i had never thought about that that is a great you can have anything you know so different every week and and, and that's the idea you know i had i did a, an article on squirrel which is out now so oh, i'm gonna plug sorry. myself I, squirrel <laughs> is like the, i have tried it in so many different ways and i just always find it tough no, so we, I minced it. So um, it, it, it's a process, and it's, and people yeah, understand. And it is, yeah. We we we're not eating enough um, squirrel. Um, we just shoot it, and uh, I understand why we shoot it. It it is um, especially obviously grey squirrel, um, only grey grey squirrel, um, yeah. and I understand why um, we do do it, um, and certainly across the estates across the country. And you know, I I showed. Um, Stuart Eberle at Warwickshire Wild Game, um, a, a, a taco slash sort of burrito recipe. Yum. Um, and I just took the legs off. There is a fillet there, by the way, so you can find a fillet on a oh on, on a on a squirrel. Off its back is fantastic. Um, and I and I put it all through the mincer, um, and I used it as mince. And I mean, I'll be honest with you, we had five squirrels um with us the rest were on for an order actually this is a there's a restaurant steward supplies that's got it on the menu um and we took five squirrels home we we prepped them up and it fared one two three four five five of us uh, with extra as well and i mean look you know we're um we're, we're big eaters so it, it fed <laughs> us really well um it was a very simple recipe you know it was it was straightforward you can you can even go to the shop and buy the packets to go with it um and the sauces yeah, and the flavorings yeah. to go with it is very very straightforward oh uh, would, would you be able to give us that recipe that we could put on the website yeah, absolutely yeah definitely yeah let's Thank do it's, it's really cool um so yeah there are there's so many different things there are so many things we can do um eating wild and and also you know you, you said you want to do more with forages and and things like that it, i can't be any better than than grabbing your your pheasant with some forage wild mushrooms um like we said earlier some wild garlic um and the list goes on of, of all the really cool stuff you can eat yeah what i mean what is your sort of apart from the goujons your go-to game dish so if you didn't have the kids around and it was just you and fliff oh so i've i don't know i there's a couple of things now that I'm really into. Obviously, my pheasant risotto is like, ah, that's absolutely, I absolutely love it. Just purely because I do, like I said before, the thighs are so tasty on a pheasant. It's unbelievable. And to comfy them down, and I've been going on about it for a couple of years now. I don't think people are still getting it. Take the thighs off, comfy them down in a slow cooker and pull the meat off, bag that in the freezer. You can use it anytime. And then what I do is a couple of takes with with that comfy pheasant. Um, at the moment, and it's quite naughty and cheeky, maybe from a chef of my caliber. I don't know. Um, but I was I was buying those packet noodles and um, yeah. yeah, the sort of ramen packet noodles. And I was um, taking some of the sort of confit pheasant out of the, the, the freezer um, and I would sort of really hot wok and um, coat the pheasant with a bit of um, 
corn flour seasoning into the hot wok and boil up my ramen noodles egg you know the rest of it in there as well bean sprouts and pak choying um and everything and then put this confit pheasant <laughs> crispy confit pheasant on top of it as well yeah. absolutely oh. beautiful so, I'm I've been, so good. yeah i've been hitting that up the uh, last couple of weeks so that's quite cool getting getting to the end of the pheasant to be honest with you because um I've absolutely hammered it this year through the freezer, but um, yeah, you like I said, about your your risotto, which I obviously use at every show I go to now. Um, I've I did it with wild garlic. I did a wild garlic and pheasant risotto. Oh my god, it was so yeah, good. so good. I mean, <laughs> just just any kind of wild garlic garlic puree. Do you know what I'm I'm going to work on as well in the next couple of weeks? Um, because we've got wild garlic. Um, I like to make a wild garlic quiches at home, and obviously use a bit of. You, I do use a bit of bacon, like a quiche Lorraine, but um, thinking about doing a pheasant bacon and wild garlic quiche um, um, which would be really, really lovely. Yeah, you know, the cor- I'm actually, you know, the coronation meal is a quiche. So I was going to try and do a twist on it and make it a pheasant quiche. Yeah, that's it. That's what I'm, I'm looking to. Do. Oh, and that's the other one as well. You just reminded me. Um, coronation pheasant. Although I haven't had it in a couple of weeks. I have been absolutely smashing that in sandwiches um yeah well obviously you wrote that original recipe that um i put on tiktok and instagram um i changed it and put it on those little parcel puffs that's wicked as well yeah so (laughs) i did what did i do i did with i did a shoot with someone um but we're doing an event i've done it a few times actually yeah yeah so there's a video there's a video on you on um showfall's shirts for all um where i've done coronation chicken there when we had i'm not hope not coronation chicken I'm sorry coronation pheasant <laughs> oh my god um no it's all right well uh, I'll, I'll try and find that and see if we can get it up on eat wilds because then yeah, so so that was quite cool um so um charlie came down and and we did a day um up at the shop um and then went down to the riverside um went to the river thames and cooked pheasant uh, in a little naan bread as well so i i made some yogurt naans cooked that out did a piece in st actually on that as well so with stuart and Oles um a couple of months ago brilliant um, so i absolutely love it yeah it's fantastic cool um sorry i'm gonna wear your very busy man so i don't want to keep you much longer but yeah is there anything else you would like to add or you know any top tips for cooking game no get get um start analyzing what you're doing to your week to week so i've come to realize so many people make a weekly food plan um and we certainly do in our house monday to saturday monday to sunday sorry we we have a food plan and um we know what we're doing then it means it gives us time because we know exactly what we have to do and and when we do it and with that weekly food plan um start planning your dishes that incorporate game so if you're having uh, roast beef on a Sunday, why don't you change it to haunch of venison or yeah. you know, a crown of pheasant? Um, if you're having sort of uh, a chicken pie on a on a Tuesday, then then change that out for a pheasant. It 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 works so good, and it's exactly the same way. Um, people talk about game being tough. Um, it's only tough when you you don't care about the ingredients. Um, because chicken and pork and lamb and beef are all so commercially um, sort of produced now that they're you know chicken's got was seven percent salt 
and water yes, has pumped into it. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you can you can cook a chicken for a very long time before it becomes dry. Um, and I'm aware of obviously, you know, pheasants uh, being a lot leaner. Um, but it's just a case of of having a look online. You'll see recipes where it's kind of, you know, just pan fry the chicken, take it out of the pan, then make your whole chicken part. Oh, sorry, your pheasant. Pan fry the pheasant in your pan, take it out, and then make your pheasant pie mix and then add the pheasant in last minute, then cover it, then bake it. And by the time yeah. it's baked, it's going to be, it's going to be tender. It's going to be juicy. Um, it's going to be fantastic. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, when I'm doing it in pies and stuff, sometimes I just literally brown it and then put it in because it just cooks so much quicker than chicken. Yeah. You don't, you don't need to do all the, the long process of throwing it in the oven for hours on end. It, it is really straightforward. I mean, chick, uh, chicken breasts are 12 minutes, sorry, 12 to, to 15 minutes, um, people are like 20 25 depending on the size of it but your your pheasant breast is like eight minutes it yeah. really needs hot oven pan air, fry. air fryer I just yeah air fry. fry i mean God, air, everyone's flying about air fryers at the moment i know you don't like them as a chef but I, <laughs> no I mean, no no I, i'm i'm warming up to the idea i've actually started to look online at the best air fryer. <laughs> okay brilliant well thank you so much leon you have been absolutely brilliant and um I look forward to doing lots of shows with you this year and hope we get some more videos with you talking and doing some wonderful recipes. Thank you so much. No, thanks, Louisa. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to our first Eat World podcast. We really hope you enjoyed it. If you want to send any feedback, please just send us a message on Instagram at Let's Eat Wild. Please do like share with your family and friends. Otherwise, we'll never get more traction. Um, and if you can follow us on your podcast platform that would be greatly appreciated thank you so much bye bye